Welcome to Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. I'm Mary, and as an antique dealer, I have found social media marketing to be an invaluable partner in reaching my customers. In this podcast, I'll share my insights, easy and actionable tips, and simple recommendations for my fellow antique dealers who want to grow their business. Let's get started. Well, hey, you all. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. I'm glad you're here with me today. Location, location, location. How many of you all have ever heard anybody say that phrase? Raise your hand, even though I can't see you. Okay, so usually when you hear somebody say location, 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 that is in reference to a piece of real estate kind of one of the most important aspects of the value of a piece of real estate is where it's located, whether it's a house or a building or attractive land, it doesn't matter. You know, kind of the very first, I guess, factor in determining the worth of of that particular piece of real estate is location. It's very important. Location is also really, really important in terms of where your business is geographically located. So let me back up and share with you all sort of an interaction that I just had the other day. So I have a new private client and we were talking about kind of how she got started in the business. She has a booth at an antique mall now, um, but she's sort of been in and out of the business for years and years and years and grew up around antiques and her home is filled with antiques and She also is a designer and she likes to source antiques for her client. And so she was really just brainstorming with me, you know, kind of all of the different, um, you know, kind of iterations of her business. And then we were talking about, you know, how I can help her learn how to utilize Instagram a little more effectively to market her business. And we got to talking about, you know, how you draw people into an antique mall and sort of the importance of geography related to that, as opposed to a business that's online where geography in a lot of regards doesn't really matter. So we spent a long time talking about that. And so I felt that it, you know, because she had so many interesting questions about geography and location, I thought, you know what, this would be a really good podcast episode because a lot of her questions, I think, are um, very normal questions, certainly questions that I've had to wrestle with over the years, and I think I've got some guidance for y'all. So I've really got sort of four ways for you to think about location or geography related to your social media marketing. So the first area that I want you to think about is your bio on Instagram. And I always say this, y'all have heard me say it a million times, I'm going to say it a million more times. When you're sitting, you know, wherever in the evening or in carpool line or wherever you do your kind of mindless Instagram scrolling, 
One of the things that you might want to consider paying attention to is is accounts and their bios, how they've written that description that's at the top of their account page. I think you'll find it interesting the different ways that people um, write about themselves or their business, and I think you will begin to formulate some opinions about what reads well, what maybe doesn't read very well, what information seems interesting or important, what information seems sort of extraneous, because Instagram limits the number of characters that we can type in our bio, characters meaning letters, spaces, and punctuation. So you have to be really, really thoughtful and write, you know, you know very um, intentionally what is going to go in your bio. And I really think it's a misstep for a business owner to not include information about their location or where they're geographically located in their bio. So for some of you all, that may mean simply saying the city and state where you live. I'm not talking about putting your street address in there, don't everybody panic. I'm not, you know, we don't need to get that specific, but city and state at a minimum, I think need to be in your bio. If you were selling at an antique mall, then I would definitely include the name of your antique mall and the city and state your mall is located in, in your bio. Um, you know, that gives your followers a lot of information as far as how they can do business with you. And I think that's really, really important. Um, kind of a sidebar about referencing the name of the mall where you have a booth, if that applies to you. If your mall has an Instagram account, then you might want to, in your bio, instead of just typing out the name of your antique mall, I would use the name of their Instagram account. So at, you know, um, ye old antique mall or whatever it is in your bio, because when you, when you include their account name with the at sign at the beginning, then your followers can tap on that word and it will take them to your mall's Instagram account. And even if your mall is not good at Instagram marketing, hopefully your mall has in their bio the street address and the hours that the mall is open so that you don't have to waste space in your bio giving your followers that kind of information. You can link to your mall in your bio and hopefully their bio will. So that's just a little tip about location geography in your bio. I would definitely make sure that's there. Okay, the second place where I want you to really strongly pay attention to location is when you are creating a post. So whether it's a post or a reel, a, you know, a static post or a reel, it doesn't make any difference. Instagram is really good about walking us through kind of all of the different things we need to do to build a post. So, you know, we always start off with the image or the video, you know, adding music. Then Instagram takes us to the space where we write our caption and include our hashtags. And then it's almost like Instagram gives us like a little checklist of all of the different things that we can include in our post if we want to. And one of those things is add location. That's always on that little checklist before we publish our post. I'm going to encourage you all to always, always, always tap on add location. Let's talk about, you know, kind of what happens when you do that. So depending on how your um, settings are configured on Instagram, um, when you tap add location, sometimes what will pop up 
is a list of all of the businesses that are literally physically around where you are, you know, because our phones know where we are all the time. So if you're, you know, I don't know, sitting in carpool line at your kid's school, it will probably pull up the school and then maybe, you know, other businesses that are around that area. Um, It may also pull up the city and state where you are, but Instagram kind of um, will automatically populate if you have that enabled on your phone. If you don't, that's okay. In the search bar at the top, you can type in the name of your city and state if that's the um, geography, geographic location information you want to provide. If you are a dealer at a mall, I would encourage you to either select if it automatically pulls up or type in the name of your mall and let that be your location if you're posting about your booth. So that when you're done with creating your post and you hit publish, you can go back and look at your account and you'll start to notice that right above your picture will be the location that you selected. And that's important for two reasons. One, it gives the people that are following you or people that happen to stumble across your post for whatever reason, the geographic information about where you're located. That's really important. But it also gives Instagram the algorithm information about where you need your post to you know, sort of be spread around. The more information we can give the algorithm, the better job the algorithm can do for us. So you're kind of, you know, kind of killing two birds with one stone, so to speak. You're giving the information to your potential shoppers and you're giving the information to Instagram. So geography is super important as far as your checklist of things that you do when you're creating a post. So that's my second tip. First tip is in your bio. Second tip is as you're creating a post, Always put ad location, choose ad location, and put your location in your post. Very important. All right, here's my third tip. This is related to hashtags. And so if you are new to my podcast and you have not listened to some of my previous episodes, I will link to two episodes I've recorded in the past talking very deeply and with a lot of detail about how you go about choosing hashtags. So I'm not going to get into that in this particular episode, but I will link to those in the show notes. But here's what I will say about hashtags related to geography. I want you to think about where you're doing business. And I want you to think about all of the ways that you can describe where you live geographically. Um, I'm going to use where I live as an example. So Dallas, Texas is the obvious one. I live in, you know, you know, in North Dallas. That's another geographic description. The area where my mall is located, one of my malls is near the Dallas Galleria. The other one is in the Dallas Design District. These are all sort of geographic areas that have to do with where I'm doing business. I want you to think about, you know, for some of y'all, maybe it's your county, you know, maybe that is not so broad that that defines where you're doing business. Maybe your mall is in a particular shopping center, and that's another geographic descriptor. So I want you to kind of think about all, and, and maybe jot those down, all of the different ways that you can think about where you're selling geographically if you're in a physical location. 
then I want you to take a minute. I want you to go to Instagram and you'll do this via um, search, which is, you know, that little magnifying glass icon. I want you to type in each of those different phrases that came up in your mind related to geographically where you're located. And I want you to look and see if, first of all, there is a hashtag that even exists related to kind of that geographic description. And then I want you to look and see if it's being utilized. Again, I've just explained in previous episodes how you know that related to the numbers at the end. When I type in Dallas, Texas, you know, it's in the millions. Millions of people use that hashtag. If I typed in the hashtag forest, you know, forest lane, which is the street that my mall's on, I bet it's under a hundred. So that would not be a hashtag I'd want to use. So do a little homework as far as these phrases you're thinking of that describe where you're doing business geographically, and maybe identify two or three that you can include in the six, seven, eight hashtags that I know y'all are including in every post that you're, um, that you're creating for Instagram. Again, that's just helping Instagram know where your post needs to go. It gets your post in front of different groups of people. You know, the people that are looking at the hashtag, um, you know, I don't know, Dallas Design District, maybe a very different group of people than are looking at the hashtag Dallas Galleria. And so I want to for sure get in front of both of those groups of people because I've got a booth at malls in both of those locations. So three or four hashtags, you know, three, maybe four that have to do with geography would be a really good idea as you're thinking about which hashtags to use in each of your posts. So that's tip three. My final tip for you all falls in the category of you have to give love to receive love. And y'all have heard me talk about this before in previous episodes, but Instagram and really for that matter, any social media platform does not want us to simply create content and then walk away. They want us to also interact with content. And so When I get asked by clients, by students saying, what's going to help me grow my following? Well, one of the ways you can grow your following is to interact on other people's accounts. But let's do that. Let's work smarter, not harder. You know, know, it's not going to help your business if you're interacting with, I don't know, I'm just making this up, the San Diego Zoo Instagram account, unless you happen to be an antique mall that is next door to the San Diego Zoo. You know, you may like the San Diego Zoo, but that doesn't have one single thing to do with where you're selling antiques or the type of people that, you know, are probably um, interacting on the San Diego Zoo account. You want to be smart about when you kind of, quote, give love on Instagram. Let's let it be on accounts that are, you know, not only going to appreciate your interaction, but help you too. So let's think about that in terms of geography. So I want you to, this is kind of another little homework assignment, y'all. I'm I'm a teacher, uh, taught high school for a long time. I love a good homework assignment. I want you to get out a sheet of paper. It can be the same sheet of paper that you use when you are thinking about geography for hashtags. And I want you to make a list of like, I don't know, five or six restaurants that are in your area that you think your, your shoppers might also be, you know, enjoying as far as eating out. There's jillions of restaurants in all of our communities, but I want you to I want you to literally visualize the your like kind of your perfect customer and where do you think they would enjoy eating 
in your neck of the woods. Make a list, like five or six of those restaurants, okay? I want you to think about clothing boutiques or gift boutiques that are in your area. Again, where you think your shopper might also shop. Where are they shopping? Make a list of those. I want you to think about things like, is there an active chamber of commerce maybe in your area? Maybe you are in like a historic part of your town and there's some kind of like a historic preservation organization or society or something that's real active in your area. Kind of think about groups that are real active um, in your area. So make a kind of, a, you know, kind of do a brainstorm and think about all those different kinds of businesses. Um, maybe there's, I don't know, like a volunteer organization that's real active in your in your area. Maybe it's a junior league. Maybe it's a United Way. Maybe, you know, it's a, you know, I don't know. Could be a lot of different things. Kind of brainstorm those types of businesses that are in your area. And then I want you to take a minute and I want you to go to search on Instagram again. And I want you to look up the accounts for all of those businesses. Now, some of them won't have an Instagram account. Some of them will. And the ones that do, I want you to look at their account and I want you to look at the first two or three posts that are that you see. I want you to look at the date stamp on them. If they haven't posted since March of 2020, then that's really not an active Instagram account. They have an account, but they're not really using it. So I would eliminate that. But you'll come up with some where they're doing a decent job posting on their Instagram accounts. Some of them may be doing a really good job posting all the time. Those are the accounts that I want you to start interfacing with. When you take the time to, quote, give love, I want you to give love to businesses in your geographic area where your ideal customer might also be doing business. And the reason I want you to do that is, one, it's the right thing to do to give love in the hopes that they will then return the favor, follow and like your posts, comment on your posts, okay? But the other reason is, believe it or not, there's people out there who pay attention to who's liking and commenting on accounts. And somebody may see your business name, you know, you, um, you know, you, you Bill's Bistro, and you like and comment on their Wednesday night special and say, my favorite chicken dish in town. Somebody may see your comment and think, okay, who's the curious cowgirl? And they click on your comment, it takes them to your account, and bam, they go, oh, wow, I had no idea that they were at that antique mall or oh, wow, I had no idea there was an antique mall there. You know, who knows what the revelation is, but getting your name, um, you know, on a, on a string of comments under businesses in your area is a really smart way to give love on Instagram um, in the hopes that you will receive love back. Okay, so that's, that's kind of one strategy as far as inter- interacting on Instagram. The other thing that I would encourage you all to do, especially if you are a dealer at an antique mall, I would definitely like and comment on other dealers' Instagram posts that are within your mall. First of all, I think all of us need encouragement. And so just, I don't know, kind of in this scale of just nice things we should do in life, I think that's just a nice thing to do. But again, also your comment gets you in front of their followers and their followers may then be intrigued enough to click on your comment, look at your account, look at your posts on your account and say, oh my gosh, 
I need to check out their booth next time I'm at the antique mall. So it's, you know, it's not totally, you know, an altruistic effort. Part of it is self-marketing too. But if you're going to spend time giving love on Instagram, do it in a way that, that, you know, kind of helps your business as well. All right. So that's where location and geography can kind of matter as far as, as far as interacting on Instagram. I've said this before and I'll say it again, liking and commenting means comments are three or more words. Don't say cute. Don't say, wow, you need to say that is cute or oh, how cute or that is beautiful. And emojis do not count as a word. So I want your comments to be three or more words. So take the time to like and comment. Don't just like. That's not going to do you any good. You need to like and comment and do it kind of with geography in mind. All right. So in review, there are those are four ways that you can think about geography or location to help grow your Instagram account in your bio. Add location whenever you're creating a post. Think about location and geography when you're selecting hashtags. And then think about geography or location when you are interfacing with other Instagram accounts. All right, you all, I hope that that has helped a little bit. If I can help you further, please know that I do work one-on-one with folks, helping them learn better skills and understand how to better market on Instagram. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can email me at marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com. I also teach online classes. So if you are a dealer at an antique mall and you think that there's a group of you all who would like to learn, I teach via Zoom all the time. I would love to visit with you about organizing a group of dealers for an online class. Again, you can email me at marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com, and I would be delighted to visit with you. All right, you all have a great day.